Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And it is a great day for talk radio. You know, uh, for parts of the program today, we've been addressing one of the big developments, and uh, that's the restructuring of health care in the province under uh, a new title of Ontario Health. And it uh, kind of brings in the various agencies like uh, Cancer Care Ontario, 14 LINs, 20 in total under one, what has been deemed euphemistically a super agency, but nonetheless, it's called Ontario Health. And uh, here to tell us why this is the better model, Christine Elliott, who is the Minister of Health and Long-Term Care, as well as the Deputy Premier. Ms. Elliott, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Hi there. Thank you, John. It's great to join you. So let me just understand how this may work. I mean, uh, because I guess a lot of us have uh, various questions, but the idea is to make seamless access to health care. Is that correct? Yes. The reason for this uh, transformative change is to um, change our health care system so it focuses squarely on, on patients, their families, and caregivers, and to connect their experiences to make sure that they receive seamless care uh, regardless of their need, because that is not what is happening in Ontario today. Uh, in many cases, we uh, hear of people who have been released from hospital who need home care, but don't receive it in a timely manner. They don't know by the time they leave the hospital what care they will get, when they will get it, and who will provide it. Um, if they don't receive it in a timely manner, sometimes they experience complications and they end up back in the emergency department readmitted. That is not excellent quality health care, and we need to change it. And that's the reason for this entire um, transformative exercise. Okay, so by way of that example, uh, you're saying it's it's better coordinated Seamless is, I guess, the operative word. I was going to ask you, I mean, if you can, by way of maybe another example, uh, outside of somebody leaving the hospital and then going into home care, uh, just walk me through it so I have a better understanding of how this all works, like dots are connected seamlessly. Well, we want to make sure that people do receive that connected care. And right now, a lot of our healthcare providers, who are some of the best in the world, our doctors, nurses, healthcare teams, they're they're wonderful, but they they don't have the tools to connect with each other to make sure that there is that seamless care for patients. So there are some organizations in Ontario that have already taken it upon themselves to start connecting that care. One example would be in my riding of Newmarket Aurora, where at South Lake Hospital, where they have um, a problem with um, alternate level of care patients, people who want to leave the hospital but don't have a long-term care place to go. Southlake has connected with home care providers to help people to be able to actually go home with the care supports that they need in order to uh, be able to be where they want to be at home and that they have the right level of care to support them through that. 
All right. So it sounds to me like you're rearranging the bureaucracy surrounding all of this. Is that right? No, we are. We are not doing that. What we are doing is creating Ontario Health, which is going to be responsible for um, planning and organizing the care across the province and making sure that there is consistency in the care that's provided and excellence in the quality of care that's provided regardless of where you live in Ontario. But then we will have local Ontario health teams that will consist of people who are already providing care. So we don't need to set up another administration or bureaucracy if these organizations get together and present a plan that meets the criteria that we will be setting forward to be a local Ontario health team, then they will be responsible for um, planning and providing the local care in their geographic area. So we want to, we want to put as much uh, as many people as possible into frontline services and not have as much bureaucracy so that people receive the care that they, uh, they need and deserve. Okay, and these health teams, as you said, would be uh, set up geographically then? For the most part, yes. We would expect that when the system is mature, and it will take several years to probably get there, we will have about 30 to 50 local health teams that will be responsible for a certain geographic area and up to about 300,000 people. But that will vary according to geography. In some parts of northern Ontario, it won't be that many people, but it will be for that geographic area. But we also will have some specialty teams that will come forward that will look uh, at more provincial a focus. And I'm thinking of things like um, very, uh, a gr- very ill children mm-hmm. that require specialized types of care, that will be more of a provincial focus rather than a local focus. Transplant patients, for example, um, others, groups that, um, that, that have a specialized need across the entire province. Okay. Well, how will these teams differ from Lynn's? The teams will be different in the fact that they are already local health providers. They are already, could be hospitals, could be home care teams, could be mental health service providers. Uh, Several of them may come together in whatever form they choose. So it may be a partnership, it may be a joint venture. It's whatever is going to to work for them and to make sure that they are going going to be able to meet the criteria that we will set forward. So we already have some uh, people and organizations, I should say, that have expressed interest in becoming early adopters and early local family health teams. And so we are looking to um, uh, re-examine with them whether they are truly ready, and if they are, that they will have that experience to provide that local care. Again, with uh, Christine Elliott, Deputy Premier and Minister of Health and Long-Term Care. We're talking about Ontario Health. That's the new restructuring of health care in the province. You're saying it's going to take several years to mature, uh, so obviously you're anticipating there will be some logistical glitches. No, it's not that. It's a, we are, what we want to do is make sure that there is seamless patient care. Patients are the most important consideration in everything that we're doing with this transformation. And so we are not going to be prepared to release uh, the, uh, the care provision to the local Ontario health teams until we know that there is a plan in place that can be supported to make sure that patients will not have any um, problems 
in their care, that it will be a seamless transition from uh, the existing system to the new system. If there are problems, let's say patients uh, have found that they've fallen through the cracks or whatever else, are you going to have like a, an ombudsperson or how's that going to work? No, it's, it's going to be my responsibility as Minister of Health and Long-Term Care to, uh, to make sure that we respond to any concerns, but we are planning very, very carefully to ensure that there is that seamless transition. You say this is not a financial exercise, so it's uh, patient-centric, I guess. Yes. is All right. Uh, not a, so not a financial exercise. Uh, do you anticipate those synergies resulting in savings in the long term? I think it's, it's premature to say that at this point because what we really want to do, as, as I said, is to transform the patient experience and to deliver excellent quality, connected, modern health care and allow for things like virtual visits to, uh, to doctors, to specialists, to be able to book appointments online. Imagine if you could do that. Um, I think that's what people in Ontario are expecting. They have that growing level of technological sophistication, but our healthcare system is really still built on some very, very old building blocks, and we still rely on faxes, for example, um, to a very high degree in healthcare. That shouldn't be. Uh, we, we need to get into the 21st century with the way that we communicate and the way that care is provided. Well, do you anticipate any savings or do you think this is going to cost more money in the long term? Right now we're spending 42 cents of every dollar on health care. Sounds yeah. almost unsustainable as a population ages. Where do you foresee things going as far as that's concerned? Well, we are, as you say, spending 42 cents of, of every uh, a dollar collected from taxpayers on health care. But study after study shows that we're not getting the best value for that money, that we need, we still have long wait times, we still have problems with um, connected and integrated care. That's what we are aiming to fix and to, and to change with this transformation. We want to make sure that we get good value and we deliver excellent patient care. That's what, that's what this is all about. Well, some people would argue, well, the lens were uh, sort of emblematic of a top-heavy bureaucracy, uh, and if you're planning to uh, amalgamate them or, you know, absorb them into Ontario Health, the super agency, that maybe we don't need as many bureaucrats, uh, and you're, you're, you're not clear on how many jobs might be lost, or would they be grandfathered out through attrition, or uh, how do you foresee that? Well, we really are looking at um, changing the structure of our healthcare system, that is absolutely correct. But there still will be many, many jobs that will continue, um, even as the the LINs are gradually um, phased out and, and dissolved. There still are many, many care providers there that will continue to be needed. We still will have home care. People will still be needing home care nurses and care providers, personal support workers and others. So that work will continue, and I think it's really important that the people of Ontario know that they should continue to access their health care services as they always have, uh, for, by through their family physician or family health teams, whatever way they access care, and that they will continue to pay for the health care services with their OHIP card as they always have. We are looking to strengthen our public health care system, and that is our focus, to strengthen the public health care system and focus on the patient. Well, some people, you know, in the lead-up 
up to this or uh, what might have been seen as a preview because of cited leaks or what have you, uh, were saying, well, we're on the road to privatization or a two-tiered system, so you're discounting that entirely. That is absolutely not correct. We are looking to strengthen our public health care system. And with the local Ontario health teams, they will be granted an allocation, depending on their geographic distribution and so on, that if there is any money left over at the end of any particular year, it will go directly back into direct patient care. It's not about privatization. That is not what we are going to proceed with. It's about strengthening our public health care system. Finally, I've got to ask, because, I mean, as you've cited it, and uh, it's been very helpful for, uh, I guess, uh, enlightening me anyway, and I hope by extension those who are listening, uh, these local health care teams, 30 of 50, which you cite, geographically based, I mean, uh, that model is nice in theory. I guess what's uh, curious to me is, is there going to be some kind of a campaign to uh, further enlighten the public, get them on board? I mean, selling the message because a lot of people may be confused or bewildered as to how this is all going to work. You said even it's several years in the making until maturation. Uh, What's on plan insofar as enlightening the public? Well, I am going to be doing some some travel across Ontario to speak to uh, patients and families and caregivers and to reassure people that the reason why we are going through this transformation is for them. It's to make sure that our public health care system is stronger, that they will receive care that's centered around them and is not system-driven, and that they will receive connected care. They will have one number to call regardless of their care needs, and that will be locally delivered. That's the message that I hope that people will receive. That is because that's what, why we are doing it, and that they can continue to access health care in the way that they always have, and that we will be making these changes to the structure, uh, but that will uh, result in better patient care for them. Well, I appreciate your coming on and uh, giving us at first blush an indication of where this is all headed. I really appreciate that. I hope we'll speak in the future, and uh, good luck going forward and fine-tuning the whole thing. Thanks for having me join you, John. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Christine Elliott, again, is the Minister of Health and Long-Term Care and Deputy Premier as well, and so now we have an indication of what's on plan. I hope it works out. Uh, we need reformation or reform within the uh, whole health care system. Nobody would dispute that. She says she's adamant about, of course, maintaining a public system. There's no chance of privatization. Much more than what we've already got. Let's be honest about that much. There's some privatization already built into the equation with uh, clinics and so on and so forth. So, <sighs> okay. Hope we're better served for it. <laughs> I guess the devil in the details as they work out the 30 to 50 teams on a per capita basis, I'm guessing there's going to be a dozen to 20 centered around Toronto itself and looking after each team about 300,000 patients. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.